I've been telling you about EJ Warriors Karate Academy because they're doing real good work out here in the city of Columbus. They have two films on Tubi. You know, Cat Williams told you, even Cedric the Entertainer doesn't have anything on Tubi. You can watch the 10-time award-winning EJ Warriors the documentary and the five-time award-winning EJ Warriors Part 2. EJ Warriors Academy is so dope, they have two students competing in Athens, Greece this Friday representing the United States in the World Karate Federation Series A competition. To enroll, go to 3975 East Livingston Avenue in the city, or you can text Sensei EJ, S-E-N-S-E-I-E-J, at 614-999-6361. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. Recording in progress. What up, though? You listen to the SS Experience, stream on the SMG Podcast Network app. Download the SMG Podcast Network app on all your Apple devices. Android, I'm getting to you. You can listen to the SS Experience, technically wherever you get podcasts, but the normal spill, you can listen to us on Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, uh, the SMG Podcast Network app. But we picked up some other social media platforms as well. If I do this right, this episode will be on YouTube. If I do this right, if I don't, you get the audio where you always get the audio. I appreciate you for listening. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, re-subscribe. Do that process over and over and over again so the algorithm can think that we popping out here in these digital streets. Today is the day that I'm in the studio. I'm in the podcast world by myself to give you the best 40 to 45 minutes of your audio listening pleasure. So let's go ahead and get into it. On yesterday's show on the radio on uh, 106.7 The Beat, first, shout out to the Atlanta, uh, iHeartRadio Atlanta studios for allowing me to record my podcast um, in the studio. I would love to have my, you know, show logo and stuff in this system. Maybe one day I'll talk to engineering and I'll go ahead and get that popping, you know what I'm saying, so I can have my stuff in the background. But I appreciate uh, the studio nonetheless. So Cardi B... Her fans, and first off, I have to preference this comment by saying, you know I love Cardi B. I I love dancing Cardi B, stripper Cardi B, social media Cardi B. Not really into musical Cardi B, but look, sometimes it be like that, though. So Cardi B put out a missing persons report uh, all around Miami. Now, it's hilarious, you know. Let me, uh, I posted it on uh, my page as well, the SS Experience Podcast, but let me go um, on my page real quick and just to see... The, the, the funny stuff on it, if you haven't seen it already. But again, it's on my social medias at the SS Experience. No E at the beginning of experience um, on all social medias, Twitter, X, however you get down in IG. So uh, for the video audience, I'm going to let you guys see it a little bit. The the glare just sucks. OK, OK, never mind. We're getting a little bit of focus, but no, it just sucks ass. So we're not going to do all of that. So it says missing and I guess it has Cardi B's government name on it, which I'm not going to try to pronounce because it's a, it's, it's a lie. And I just, it's a tongue twister. I'm cool on that. Has her date of birth. Has her age. Has her gender. Has her race. Has her eyes, which is funny because it says brown. Then it has parentheses, green contacts. Hilarious. Has her hair. Has her height. 5'3", about 5'5", five, five with heels. Okay, cool. Weight, none of your damn business. Wearing something new every day. So it's the 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 Barty gang, you know, you know, giving her her flowers real quick. Identifying characteristics, long nails, thin brows, peacock tattoo, curvy petite body, rap icon. 
Last seen January 1st, 2024. If you have any information about Cardi B, please contact Barty Gang. So hilarious. So funny. That I want to I want to break down this real quick. Um I want to start with the obvious. Rap Icon. We put on a poll at the SS Experience on the radio show, um, the SS Experience uh, on Twitter, X, however you get down. Can you be a rap icon with one album? Now, on a couple of posts that I've done a while ago, I was cracking a joke that there's only a couple of people who only have one album. Either they died before their second album, their first album was trash, or you're Lauryn Hill. Those are the only three people who have one album. You died before your second album could come out. Your, your, your first album was trash, so nobody was down to hear a second album. And you're Lauryn Hill. Those are the only three scenarios where you only have one album. Cardi B hasn't dropped since 2017, ladies and gentlemen. In my opinion, you can't be a, rap, a living rap icon with one album unless, again, again you're Lauryn Hill, or your first album was trash. Now, I believe she got a Grammy for her first album. So upon unpopular or popular belief, her album wasn't trash. Why don't we have a second album? You can't be a rap icon with one album. You just can't do it. It's just not realistic. It's just not, it's not, it's not really a thing for you to just have one album and you're a rap icon. How? Where? Where in a job where you can only do a job one time whether you do it for one year or just one time and you're an icon, that's just like, you know, somebody dropping a movie and, oh, they're the, they're, they're the icon of the acting industry. They're the best in the world. But you only did one, you only did one movie. Icon, you have to have a, a big body of work for it to be that case. And with Cardi B, nah, you're not a rap icon, Cardi B. I mean, like I said, people think I hate Cardi B. No, I love Cardi B. I love dancer Cardi B. I love stripper Cardi B. I love social media Cardi B. I love Cardi B. Music Cardi B, I'm, I just don't see the infatuation of why everybody is up on Cardi B. Um, I, I just don't, I just really don't get it. You know, it stems from her being popular on social media, popular on uh, Love and Hip Hop. New York, but they didn't call it Love and Hip Hop New York. They just called it Love and Hip Hop because it was the first Love and Hip Hop, so they didn't have the preference that it was in New York. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you get away with stuff because you're cool, because people like you, because you're popular. I'll give you something from inside the, you know, behind the curtain of in my industry. In my radio station out in Columbus, Ohio, for the uh, video audience, 1067 to beat. I kind of didn't feel like wearing a hat, but I'm wearing a hood. But I, I got like a nice cut. So my lineup is real nice. You know, my my hairline is is, is pretty good. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's tight. You know, a little bit, you know, grays, you know, that I would say pluck them out. But you really can't pluck them out because if you do, they're going to come back. And because I remember when I was like, you know, I always like the edge of my hair. And I used to see the grays. I'd be like, OK, get you up out of here. Get you up out of here. But then that one pops up and more pops up. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to leave it alone. I don't even care no more you know what i'm saying just just off it but 1067 to beat is the radio show um station that i have my show on um you know sun weekend saturday 7 to 10 sundays 8 to 12 um on weekends 1067 to beat download the iHeartRadio radio app if you're not in the city of columbus if you are turn it down to 106 106.7 fm for me really appreciate that so 
there's a guy at my job and I don't know what exactly he does, but he's one of those people who's been around the area, the market for a long time. And he elevated himself. And the conversation that I had with the superiors was people like him. He he comes by. He, he says he can do stuff. People like him. It's, it's just great. Not the most talented person, not the most rel- relevant person, but he got a he elevated himself because people like him. Right. OK, cool. That's kind of how like Cardi B is like you love Cardi B so much that you can't break down her music analytically to be like either this ain't it. You just like her. You like, you know, it's the woman empowerment type situation and you just be cool with it. You just like, I, you know what? It is what it is. It's great. It's cool. So somebody had commented uh, in the post. I'm about to try to pull it back up real quick. It was super duper hilarious. Uh, let me get back to it real quick. And again, this is some of the stuff that we probably should do in uh, pre-production. But if you know anything about me on the podcast, we don't do pre-production. We don't play that shit around here. We just cut the mic on and we just chop it up with you for about a good 45 to 40 minutes of your audio listening pleasure. Let's get to these comments, though. So one of the comments uh, was from new new underscore underscore gorgeous. The strip club wants her back. I heard. Now, look, Cardi B body now was not what her body was when she was dancing. If Cardi B had this body dancing, oh, bro, she'll she'll shut it down. Shut it down. I want to see her back. Now, this is a comment that kind of had me like, what are we doing, people? Why are you on my page and you're not intelligent? And again, you don't have to be the smartest person to be on my page commenting on stuff, but you got to have some sort of level of intelligence. Beautifying the world on IG comments What's a Afro Latina? Question mark. She's mixed. Come on, come come on now. Beautifying world. Come on now. You just answered your own question. What is Afro Latina? She's mixed. She's mixed with African from you know, her being black, and she mixed with Latina because she has Spanish in her. Afro Latina. She is mixed. That is correct. Simple fact she didn't put that together before commenting that. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to give you the comments on that comment because I feel like me saying what I've said kind of already puts it in that space of, yeah, you bugging. Super duper bugging. So a lot of people just been, you know, and again, on either the podcast or the radio show. I keep I do so much content. I talk a lot of hours in the microphones, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if I did it on a media hit on somebody else's podcast, if I did it on my own podcast, if I did it on a radio show. I talk in the microphones a lot, ladies and gentlemen. It's what I do. I have sources, people, that said that after Nicki Minaj called Cardi B ugly on a song, Barty gang or not Barty gang, uh, Cardi, Barty were under the knife. And, you know, she's been enhanced before. You know what I'm saying? You, if you, you look at her, you can tell this not this isn't hot take. This isn't Tasha K defamation of character. You can look at the pictures and you can tell that work was done. It's OK. You know what I mean, work was done. It's, it. You're a social media icon. You're uh, you're in the public space. Cool. Okay, get the work done. I ain't mad at that. I ain't hating. But my sources said that she may have went under the knife 
got something done that kind of didn't come out correctly. So she kind of got to be on the low low to let her face heal so she can get back under the knife so she can go ahead and do it again. Now, there's been some 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 videos, not really much of videos, but it's kind of like you you see her. But and again, if you're the video audience, she has her face close to the phone like this. So you can't really see her face. So you don't know if she got something with her jaw done, with her nose done or whatever. We've seen botch work done before. Y'all remember 2000s Vivica Fox? She looks good now. But 2000s Vivica Fox, she was looking like the Saw character. Little Kim, too. You know what I'm saying? Little Kim was looking, you know what I'm saying? Because they had they made their cheekbones extra high and tight. Nose was thin. I mean, they, they both of them was looking like the Saw character. Straight up and down. All they needed was the little tricycle. And wanted to say, you want to play a game? That's all they needed. But they, again, technology, surgeons, corrected their face. Now they're cool. They're good. They're good. They, they, they look bad. They look not bad, bad, like bad, hit bad. But they're, they're beautiful again. Cool with it. Should they have ever touched themselves? Never. But, again, when it comes to women in our industry, they feel like they have to keep up with the younger people, the Joneses. See, me, I can be old. I can have these little gray. Oh, ooh. This little gray hair is a little, little popping right here. And lighting, lighting kind of exposes a little bit there. But I can have these grays and pop up. I'm still good. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still straight. Like my my manhood and other men like myself, we cool, we cool with the gray. And again, at one point in time, I kind of hated the gray, but I'm, I'm a man of a certain age now. So it's going to get worse. <laughs> it ain't going to get better. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be more of these things. It's, it's, look, it's, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. So I understand, you know, women want to get under the knife, but Barty gang is looking for Barty. They miss Cardi. They missed. I, get, I mean, I would more than likely think that y'all want to hear some more music from her, but that ain't happening. No time soon. In my opinion, I, I, we, I don't I don't have no because we don't know why we're not getting music for Rufa. I mean, there's been little, you know, inclinations of label holdback monies and all of this other stuff. But come on now. Cardi B, can you give your fans a mixtape? Free music. You know what I'm saying? Give them a mixtape. Give them, give them, like, give them nine songs. Give them, give them a light bite. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we say in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I got a light bite for you. Spider bags, spider bags, blue bags, a light bag. I got a light bite for you. You know what I'm saying? Got some testers. Give them a tester. Give them a light bite. Give them something. Give them some new music instead of you just hopping on verse and verse and verse and verse. That's all they want, Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Like give them, give them, give them, give them some new music. You know what I'm saying? Give them, give them, give them what they're looking for. This is the SS Experience streaming wherever you get podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, the iHeartRadio app, wherever podcasts are listened to. Because we're on a lot of different networks now. YouTube as well. If I get this video off and make it the way that I wanted to look, I give you a video. It'd be on YouTube, too. It'll be great. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, re-subscribe, download. 
do all of that stuff over and over so the algorithm can think that we popping out here in these digital streets. I want to take some time to holler at my sponsor real quick, Sensei EJ of EJ Warriors Karate Academy. If you're out in Columbus, Ohio, they got real good dojo, real good after school programs and things of like that that you want to get onto. So what I want you to do is I want you to text Sensei EJ. That's S-E-N-S-E-I-E-J to 614-999-6361. Um, they're Maybe grants available. I got to double check with that because it's a grant called the Ohio Ace Grant that gives you up to a thousand dollars for you to be able to use that grant money to participate in after school programs in the spring, summer, things like that. Like EJ Warriors Karate Academy. Now, they was out in what, what country they was out in. Man, He had hit me up and told me what country they was in. Okay, I'm watching this video now of his um, of one of his students, his son, um, EJ. It's like EJ2, EJ Jr. My bad if I don't get the difference of the name or whatever. But he was in a, a nice karate event. I think I was watching a post where they they didn't get exactly what they wanted, but that's the thing in life. You know, you you work hard at something, you train, you do everything right, and sometimes, you know, the, the chips don't fall your way all the time. But it doesn't mean that you quit. It doesn't mean that you give up. It just means that you get back in the gym and you work hard. EJ's Warrior Karate Academy, you know, they personify, you know, community. They personify discipline and things of that nature. And like I said, it's a real good, you know, dojo. It's not that many of us, you know, that teaches and, and do karate. You know what I mean? So the simple fact that EJ has so much, you know, material out here in these streets with these kids doing this karate, it's a blessing. I'm glad that he's a part of the show. And I definitely want to again put y'all on text Sensei EJ S E N S E I E J to 614-999-6361. And they have a community event that's going to be going down uh, March 24th between 2.15 and 3.30 p.m. at EJ Warriors Karate Academy, 3975 East Livingston Avenue out in Columbus, Ohio. So if you're one of our Columbus, Ohio listeners and supporters, definitely make sure to uh, pull up on them. It's open to the public, parents, siblings, um, it's called Bring a Friend Community Day. Um, sign a waiver and enjoy a free day of training. Those are the nice little things that uh, Sensei gives back to the community. And again, we appreciate Sensei for being a part of the SS experience. Uh, we definitely love the work that he's done and that he does and he do. And one last shout out about um, EJ's Warriors Karate Academy. When I first uh, told you about EJ Warriors Karate Academy, Sensei told me about uh, two uh, documentaries on Tubi, uh, the 10-time award-winning EJ's Warriors Part 1 and the five-time award-winning EJ Warriors Part 2. Now we got to put some respect on EJ Warriors Part 2. It's now a seven-time award-winning documentary. They was out at the Asian Talent International Film Festival where they picked up uh, several more awards to go with that documentary. And it's on Tubi. So, if you don't believe anything that I'm saying about his dojo, about how he gets down and the, the teaching and his students, it's on Tubi. Cat Williams told you. Even Cedric the Entertainer doesn't have anything on Tubi. EJ, Sensei EJ, has two things on Tubi, and they're all award-winning. So make sure that you go ahead and check out EJ Warriors uh, Karate Academy on IG at EJ's Warrior Karate Academy, and check out his documentaries on Tubi. Real good stuff right there. Let's get back to the show. 
We're back on the SS experience. There's no real video segue. I just audio did it just because I'm pretty much good at what I do. Oh, man, that Cardi B conversation can definitely, you know, put a lot on you. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you got the Barty gang and all of this other stuff and, you know, but it's a lot. But we're going to go ahead and uh, keep the conversations, the conversations moving or whatnot. See what else is going on out here in these uh, digital streets worth talking about on a on a Monday, a slow Monday, but a Monday nonetheless. You know, thug. They trying to hit a uh, thug with a um a, a attempted murder case from like twenty thirteen or something like that. Look, this um this YSL case is just getting ridiculous. To be honest with you, everybody can snitch, and everybody can get out. Thug is still sitting there, and they bringing up stuff from like that long ago now i know it's a rico case so they can and i don't think there's no statute of limitation on attempted murder or being involved in a drive-by but it's like come on man we gotta stop with this bs man like we really gotta chill with this like what like what did ysl do so bad like they say that ysl is a record label is not a gang so what are we really really talking about here Now, I'm not going to bore you with too much of the details because I ain't going to lie to you. I haven't been watching too much of the details, to be honest with you, just because it's just not really. I don't care. And I know that I'm in Atlanta and it's part of the, you know, Atlanta culture. You know what I'm saying? Young Thug is one of the guys now, which is funny because I remember when Young Thug was coming up and he was like, you know, one of the young guys coming up. Now he's one of the OGs out here for a lot of these people, um, you know, in Atlanta. Okay, I may need to do that. Hold on. Yeah. Then good thing about watching myself on camera while doing this show. That's kind of crazy. But I don't know, man. Like I don't really want to get too much in that. It was just like a random thought. It was kind of on my my timeline real quick and I just don't get it. I just I really don't get it. In 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 the comments y'all can, you know, give me some insight about what it is that y'all feeling about, you know, the young thug case or whatever, but come on guys. Like let's just keep it a buck, man. It's like it's it's not worth it. Like, did did crime go down since Young Thug's been locked up? Probably not. You know, shit happens. Is I don't know. Like, I I really don't know, and I really don't care. I just thought it was super duper interesting that you know they bringing up stuff from damn near ten some years ago. But Thug and them did keep it gangster though. They was wearing uh their custom jackets. Like all of them was wearing their custom jackets in the courtroom. So nah, YSL ain't just a gang, even though we are wearing our YSL jackets, you know, in the spot. But we're not a gang though, you know. We're a group. We're a group of people. You know? We um my group, you know, we used to always crack a joke about niggas in Norfolk, N I N. You know what I'm saying? Niggas in Norfolk. They'll fuck you up. It's not a gang. Just Niggas in Norfolk, you know, niggas in Norfolk, Virginia, you know, 757, where I'm from. But like I said, I'm not going to really get into, you know, too much of that because, like I said, it's just one of those things where it's kind of like a I don't care type situation. But it's also a, you know, what's the what's the end game that, you know, the, 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 the feds is trying to achieve? 
with Young Thug. You know, I think Young Thug is going to get off because I just don't think that there's a lot going on here, especially when they be having a rapper like the um, the, the 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 court reporter or the the the, the, the DA reading Young Thug lyrics. It just sounded like a, a person with no rhythm just reading. You know. But I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to find some other good, interesting stuff that's uh going on out here. I just I could just keep promoting the podcast over and over and over again, but nah, I ain't about to do that. Nicki Minaj becomes the first female rapper to surpass twenty billion streams across um lead credits in Spotify history. Not much of a surprise there. Don't really care. I love Nicki though, by the way. I'm waiting for her to get a divorce too. I'm going to go see her in Atlanta, by the way. She's um sometime in March. She's going to be down here in Atlanta. She's going to be at the State Farm Arena. Tickets on deck. I'm going to be there. Because for me, where I stay at in Atlanta, I stay right by the train station. And the State Farm Arena, the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, is like two stops away from where I live at. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't have to worry about driving, parking, and all the other stuff. Hop on the train. Two stops later, I'm at the arena. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Which is one of the reasons why I like where I stay at in Atlanta now compared to where I was because I can get to more places more easier, more frequent. And I can't wait for that too. So if you're going to go see uh, Nicki Minaj um, on her world tour, hit me up in the comments. Let me know um, where you're going to see her. Let's compare notes. Let's see you know, how this this world tour is going to go because um, I think it's going to be real interesting. I think it's, it's going to be um, real dope. Oh, okay. We got something here. Now, I ain't going to cap to you. I'm 5'7", 5'8". About 130-ish. I lost weight since my, you know, my mom passed away. I haven't been eating, working out for real, for real. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not trying to make this a sad story. But I'm a person of a small stature, to say the least. Cam Newton's about 6'5", 260. I'm watching this video now where six dudes tried to jump Cam. Now, all of them wasn't my size. All of them wasn't Cam's size. But at the end of the day, why the fuck are y'all trying to hop and jump Cam Newton? Now, I'm going to see if there's some audio with this because I'm, I'm, it's all over my timeline right now. It's um Somebody said, hey, we got the better video angle. Let me see if I can just... This is going to be bad audio because it's not in the board is about to be on the mic. So they had some little production elements to it that was in the way in the beginning, but we didn't really give a damn about that part. We just wanted to get to the um the uh the good stuff. Yeah, it's like it looks like Cam is doing a, you know, he's he's behind the tent. Is something called Wee Ball W S, and you know you can tell it's Cam because Cam got you know the hat, 
I'm gonna, uh, let me play it on mute real quick. I just want to kind of want to give you a, a play by play real quick. So it's like three dudes. Cam basically uh, grabs one of them, drag him to the ground while holding the bag. Another dude who looks like he's about my size is getting like in a headlock with Cam or he's like grabbing Cam's like waist while basically Cam's not even looking or acknowledging at him or whatever. Security or police, they come by, they pull him off. And that's pretty much it. Cam's not going to press any charges because like, like, why would he like? I want to put on the poll at the SS experience. No ETH beginning experience. If you get jumped by some lesser people, are you pressing charges? Are you calling the police? Yeah, nah. Because I can't see Cam calling the police like, yeah, press charges on all these motherfuckers. I want cases on all these bitch niggas right here. I just don't see it because it's like, Mr. Newton, did you get hurt? Nah. Did anything, you know, did, did you lose anything? Nah, I just want to press charges on these bitch ass niggas right here for trying. Now, on a sports level real quick, did y'all know that Cam Newton, when he won the national championship in the Heisman with Auburn, none of the people that he was throwing to ever played in the NFL. The person that he handed the ball to to run never played in the NFL. The people that was in front of him blocking one person played in the NFL and he went undefeated with that squad, won a national championship and won a Heisman. Uh, Gene Chizik, the coach, never heard from him again at all. I think he had a cup of coffee and TV, never heard from him again. I'm saying all of that to say, why the fuck will y'all jump Cam Newton for? Like, like what? Again, Cam Newton's about like 6'5". 260. You know what I'm saying? Still, you know what I'm saying? Still look like he's in, in good playing shape. Probably not good playing cardio, but playing shape nonetheless. He used to have 280 pound defensive linemen hitting him, and he shrugged those dudes off. He used to have, you know, maybe 230 pound linebackers trying to hit him, shrug them off. So with that being said, what the hell is you average looking motherfuckers going to do trying to hop Cam Newton? Like, like what? Like, y'all not strong enough to knock him out. So what are we doing here, ladies and gentlemen? What the fuck are we doing? I just want to know. A couple of videos of this. I'm trying to somebody said we got the better angle, which, of course, somebody's going to have the better angle of this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And he really didn't even have the better angle. He had the better starting point. Oh, but he is running with it, though. Oh, never mind. His angle is a little bit better. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but stab. No, but look. I'm going to repost it on my page. Nobody was bigger than Cam Newton except the cop, but the cop was wider. Nobody was taller than Cam Newton. Nobody was bigger than Cam Newton. And all of them tried to jump Cam Newton. What the fuck are we doing out here? You just got to just, it's just, man. Cam is just too big for that. And sorry for that long audio pause. I mean, I know for the video that wasn't that bad, but for the audio audience, that was kind of horrible. I just want to. Like, have there ever been a person? I want to, you know, have this conversation. I know I don't have anybody in studio with me, but I'm talking to you, the um, eight of you that listen to the podcast regularly. Like, 
Have you ever was so adamant to fight somebody that you look at them and it's like, I shouldn't fight this person. I'm going to fight this person. Now, I don't think Cam disrespected again, because I don't know why they fought. But I'm just saying, though, like I'm trying to think back like me personally, there's never been a person I, I wasn't down to fight just because I don't care, because the way I see it was like this. If I beat your ass, you're going to look bad because, like, oh, that link beat you. He's he, you bigger than him. And he beat you. Ah, You take that L. If you do beat me, you're not going to get credit for it because like that's something that you were supposed to do. You were supposed to dust that off. So you don't really get a win at all in that scenario. And I would probably get more credit in a loss than that person who's bigger than me in a win. Because it's like, well, damn, we ain't think you was going to do. Yeah, I'm about that life. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't normally like to promote violence, but I come from an era where it's two eras that I come from. The younger era that I came from, you fight, you get your ass beat, you're either cool or it's on site until the other person wins. That's the younger era of me. The next evolution of me is... Oh, you beat my ass? Okay, hold on real quick. I'll be back. Again, for the audio audience, because I'm doing video. Imagine me walking away, going in a bag, or going in a trunk, and pulling out a Beretta. It's Mike from Michigan. Remember me? Light up the whole shit. I come from that era, too. Now, I never partaked in that part of it, but it's an era that I still come from nonetheless. A lot of people just can't get their ass beat and take the L mainly because of the camera phone, because of social media. Like, again, back in my era, my earlier era, only people that know that you got your ass beat was the people who was there when you got your ass beat. You remember World Star? That used to be a thing. Now you don't really hear about it no more. It's not as, as, as popular as it used to be. You get knocked out, World Star! Because all you would do is take the video, submit it to World Star, hope World Star picture video, and then, you know, you know how that goes after that, right? So nobody can just take a L because it's on camera. Like that shit is forever. I mean, even if your memory of it, I mean, you, I, I, I fought plenty of times, took L's a couple of times. I took more wins than L's, but I'm, I'm selective of who I fight. Sometimes you can talk shit to me. I'll be like, well, as long as you don't touch me, I don't care. Or as long as you don't take something from me, I don't care. But other than that, most of you know, they'd be talking. But like, what you saying? What you saying? All I'm saying is I'm saying. But what you saying, though? I mean, what you saying? I'm saying, though. But what you saying? I'm saying. That type of shit. Miss me with that, bro. I'm not I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting the I'm saying what you saying. I'm just saying, guy. Nah, I ain't doing that. Touch me. Do something to my fam- my friends and family. Yeah, then it's on. But other than that, though, we're not, we not doing that shit. Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that shit. We, we, that's, that's super duper in the way. We're not doing that. So, like I said, just looking at that video, Cam was holding it down. You know what I'm saying? Just like he did in the NFL. Dudes t- shrug him off, mush him, and all that other stuff. And if you notice, and again, I'm going to repost the video, but if you go back and notice it, Cam never swung on anybody. He'll push, he'll move, but Cam never caught back and swung on anybody. Do you know why Cam didn't caught back and swing on anybody? 
because Cam will knock a nigga out. You know what I'm saying? He's 6'5", 260. He will knock you the fuck out. Now, if he did knock somebody out, they couldn't be like, I'm suing. Like, uh, sir, did you know that you and five of your friends assaulted him first? Um, he has self-defense rights. So think about how disciplined you have to be. I'm getting jumped. And. I'm bigger than these people. And I'm choosing, you know what? I'm not even going to punch him. I'm going to mush him. I'm going to push him. I'm going to throw him off me. That got to be disciplined. I think God intentionally made me not six feet plus, you know, at least six, three two thirty. Because with my temperament to an extent, if I had that size with that with a temperament that I really have inside, I'll be I'll be in jail with so many assaults. But sometimes, like I said, with my stature, I have to pick my battles so that you have to do something to me for me to want to whoop your ass. Other than that, it's kind of like I'm cool, whatever. Just don't touch me, disrespect me, whatever. And I'm cool. But outside of that, Cam got discipline, man. He really does. Couldn't be me because um, I would want to hay make somebody straight up and down. So, as always, this is the SS Experience. Rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, re-subscribe. I know normally on, like, YouTube videos, they only say it in the beginning and they don't really mention it again. But I kind of want to mention it over and over and over again because our subscribers on YouTube is very, very low. Um, like I said, we have eight of you that constantly listen. We appreciate the eight of you. Three of them is my family members. Two of them is, like, my audio from other places. But we still appreciate you guys nonetheless. We definitely trying to grow this podcast out. Uh, what else? I know you guys not into wrestling like that for real, for real. So I'm not gonna bore y'all with any um any wrestling stuff like that. Rock doing the heel turn, joining the bloodline, but that's neither here nor there. What else we got going on out here in this forty to fifty minutes of your audio listening pleasure? Wendy Williams got a disease. Okay, well, I guess I probably shouldn't have segue from that. Wendy Williams has a, is it a documentary? Wendy Williams, A Living Legend's Iconic Journey from Radio to TV. I think she has dementia. One of those, uh, one of those crazy, uh, one of those crazy, uh, you know, older people diseases or whatnot. I'm gonna try to go back through it real quick, but she has a um a documentary that's coming out on Lifetime, which is kind of like, geez, Lifetime. How many movies do y'all have to fuck up Lifetime? Like that um R. Kelly Aaliyah movie. Oh my God, that was the worst. They had they had Missy not looking big. They had Timbaland already looking buff. And it's like, you guys know that in the 90s, Missy was fat and Timbaland was also fat. Come on, guys. Like the 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 way that they do these characters just be like super duper in the way. But Wendy Williams, for what it's worth, is one of the radio goats. I think I could put her on the route, the Mount Rushmore of radio goats. I mean, I guess we can always do what we always do around this time. Top five radio 
personalities or people of all time. Um, again, this should be in a particular order, but like I said, this is random. This is like off the top of my head. I'm going to go number five. I'm going to go with um, Tom Joyner. Now, if you're of a certain age and your mom and dad used to take you to school or get ready for school and they control the radio, you pretty much heard Tom Joyner. And he is one of the radio goats. He has like a, a, a HBCU event, a cruise that he does uh, from time to time or whatnot. So he's up there. He's up there. Number four. Y'all not going to like this number four. Rush Limbaugh. Now, yeah, R.I.P. to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, he was a right wing asshole. Yeah, he pretty much talked a lot of bullshit. But damn it, if he didn't get the listeners engaged. The one thing about our industry and our business is when you cut on the mic, you better say something interesting. You better say something engaging. And and Rush Limbaugh had the people in the palm of his hand. It was absolutely crazy. Number three, I'm going to go with Wendy Williams. Her uh, music, I mean, her radio career starting at WBLS out in New York was second to none. I remember uh, being in college at Rice State University back in, I think, like, 06, 07 or whatever, maybe 07, 08. One of my uh, homies' name was RSJ, Robert Johnson. He He's from New York, so what we would always do, this was before phones had apps and before, you know, the, you know radio, just apps in general. Go on the website play her show listen to her show real interesting stuff her segments was on point the tea everything was was super duper dope you know what i'm saying on um on her on her platform number two i'm gonna go with the guy that a lot of you don't know who he is but he's from the 757 his name is bobby J. now again when you are young and you don't control the radio you listen to what your parents listen to now I didn't know what his radio show was. I knew what it was like coming up, listening to it, but I had to go back and do a reading on it. So this is the 90s. So Bobby J played music from the 50s and the 60s. He used to have a saying where the women will call in and he'd be like, you know the catchphrase, you know what I want you to say? And the girls would be like, do it, Bobby, do it. Like, it was crazy. Like, his show was the first time that I heard Clarence Carter singing, I'm stroking. You know what I'm saying? Which I didn't know what I'm stroking was until I got older. And I'm like, oh, you stroking. I hit it from the north. I hit it. No, from the south. No, no. Was it something with the east and the west? Yeah, something. I hit it in the east. I hit it in the west. I give it to the woman that I love the best. Yeah, I be stroking like crazy song to hear when you're young, but you don't really know what it is until you get older. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Bobby J is a 757 legend. Um, one of the people that I grew up listening to, just again, because my parents controlled the radio. Buddha Brothers is an honorable mention, by the way, from the 757. But again, I didn't control the radio like that to really grasp the Buddha Brothers. But they from the 757. It was outside looking in. And the number one radio uh, personality of, you know, of all time. It has to be Howard Stern. It has to be Howard Stern. He did regular radio was too raunchy for radio, and he started the whole alternate radio experience because he was on Sirius XM. You know, you had to pay, you got to pay for Sirius XM. That shit's not, oh, I can just cut on the radio, or I can just stream on an app. No, you had to pay for Sirius XM radio. And he's on that thing. Show me your titties. Show me your titties. And the bitches are showing me titties. Talk all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
and I think Howard Stern is still active out here in these streets too. So you know that's my uh, my top my top five um, right there. Tom Joyner, Rush Limbaugh, Wendy Williams, Bobby J, and um, Howard Stern. If you have a, a five that you would like to for me to consider, put it in there. I'm not putting the Breakfast Club in there, even though I know I we we we're affiliated by the same people. I'm not putting the Breakfast Club in there, not at all. Um, Steve Harvey, he's kind of an outside looking in guy. Ricky Smiley, the same thing, outside looking in guy. Big Boy, I don't really consume his stuff because he's on the West Coast, so I don't really get a chance to consume his um his radio or whatever. So, yeah. But shout out to Wendy Williams, though. Um, like I said, man, she is she is on the the Mount Rushmore of the stuff that you know that we consume. Because if it wasn't for people like her, Howard Stern, the hot take of 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 radio just wouldn't exist. And we need that in our industry. I'm definitely a hot take artist, just to say the least. I haven't had nothing to hot take on in a while. But you give me something, we'll shoot that shot. Just saying though. So we talked about. Cardi did a little bit about Cam Newton, a little bit of fight stuff. About 45 minutes in. Shout out to the sponsor, EJ's Warriors Karate Academy. That's pretty much it. So, again, like, rate, review, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe again. Like, rate, review, comment. Do all of that stuff over and over again so the algorithm can think that we popping out here in the digital streets. Wednesday. The podcast crew will be in the building. We're going to be doing our thing. And uh, Friday, ooh, uh, I need to book a guest. I'm going to see what I can swing, and hopefully I can swing it. But it is what it is, though. It's the SS Experience. I'll holla. Easy. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. <laughs>